We're rolling? We're rolling. You ready to go, Martin? I am so ready, Dory. Here we go. Three, two, one. This is Conduit, the podcast that chronicles the San Diego Tech Hub, an innovative organization facilitating opportunities to build authentic relationships between people, businesses, and community partners of the San Diego area. Conduit is brought to you by Conversaire, a podcast network dedicated to creating positive change through a narrative based on real-world solutions. For more information, go to conversaire.net. It's spelled just the way it sounds, conversaire.net. All right, Martin, you're, you're a conduit in the San Diego Tech Hub. Tell us what you've been up to lately. Well, you know, Dory, my... Pay It Forward passion project is the Conversator Project, which is producing this particular podcast. And one of the reasons I started that is because I think it's important to teach the leaders of tomorrow uh, good communication skills using digital media as the vehicle. Well, it turns out that NPR has a student podcast challenge uh, coming up here in March, and I've actually engaged with a couple of schools in the area to help the students develop some submissions. Now, of course, it's hands-off. I'm just in an advisory role, but I'm so excited to be working with schools and engaging with young people. Awesome. I can just feel your passion oozing out as you talk about that. Well, we've got some passion, other passions going on in the San Diego Tech Hub. And around the hub, we're looking at, did you know we had about 2,500 active conduits interacting in person and on social? For real? Yeah. That's awesome. We've got about 2,200 connected to our page on LinkedIn and about 1,300 conduits on Slack engaged in conversations and collaborations daily. Well, now, I think something special is going on here. I think so. We're going to be talking about the San Diego Tech Hub meeting, right? It's uh, Tuesday, February 25th at Walmart Labs in Carlsbad. That's right. And we're going to give you folks a little sneak preview of the meeting. And in the meantime, we want to talk to you about some of the things going on around the Hub. So let me start off. February 22nd, there's going to be a hands-on workshop for Let's Learn SQL, hands-on workshop for beginners, and that's going to be at the San Diego Code School in Imperial Avenue, San Diego. It's free, and you can register for that on Eventbrite. If you want more information, contact Margaret Wilson on Slack. Great. Also, uh, March 5th, the Women in Cybersecurity Group is having their March meeting and a student mixer at UCSD. It's free. You can check it out on Eventbrite. And you can also go to Slack and contact Mela Mason, M-A-I-L-A Mason. Now, on March 7th and 8th, there's an information security conference coming up. It's the B-Sides San Diego 2020 conference. That's B-S-I-D-E-S. -S. It's 100% volunteer organized, put on and by the community. They're currently looking for volunteers to help run the event, and that might help you avoid the ticket price of $36 if you're willing to help out. That's National University at San Diego. You can register on their website, B-S-I-D-E-S-S-D.org, or you can talk to Mike Rodriguez on Slack. That sounds cool. On March 10th, there's the Expo Summit 2020. It is an experimentation and optimization summit. It's taking place at Carlsbad Conference Center at Viaset in Carlsbad. It's free, and you can go to Eventbrite for more information or on Slack, contact Anthony Tang. Well, that sounds like fun. I've never seen the inside of Viaset. That might be kind of cool, and I think there's a free lunch involved. Mm -hmm. Now, on May 26th through May 30th, 
Uh, there's Startup San Diego. Now, that's kind of way out in the future. But uh, the reason we're bringing it up now is because voting is now open to select the sessions for this event. It turns out that uh, people submit session ideas, and then others can vote those up. And that's how they determine what the schedule is going to be. It's also a brilliant promotional idea because it gets everybody talking about it. Turns out that Mike Roberts, uh, one of our founding conduits of the San Diego Code School, is proposing a workshop called Kickstart Your Product Build. Uh, we have some other conduits involved, including Brett Summers, Augustin LeBron, Nick Parisi, and John Riley. So, hey, go out to the website to vote and get in on those early bird tickets. If you have an event coming up, post it to the San Diego Tech Hub Slack workspace and add the hashtag podcast to make sure we notice it. Not all events will be included here. We focus on community-oriented events. If you have a commercial event you'd like to promote, contact about becoming a Conduit Podcast sponsor. Okay, well, let's talk about jobs now. Uh, it looks like there's quite a few around these days. You know, it's interesting. From the last couple of weeks, there's been more than 20 jobs posted onto our Slack channel. That's amazing. There's all kinds of jobs from entry level to vice president. So you want to maybe tell us about all the categories of jobs that you've seen? Sure. So here's uh, the list that we found. Android developer, automation QA software test engineer, communication strategist, customer insights analyst, director of CX, entry-level software developer, full-stack engineer growth team, junior front-end web developer, part-time lead instructor for STEM program, that could be a junior developer, product designer, product manager, a Ruby on Rails or React.js developer, Salesforce developers, site reliability engineers, software engineers, senior service designer, senior VOC program manager, senior customer insights manager, and a VP of product. Great. For more information on tech jobs in the San Diego region, be sure to check out the San Diego Tech Hub on Slack. Go to jobs-posting channel or use Slack search to look for specific job titles. There's another Slack channel called Talent where job seekers can post their resumes and a short description of the type of job they're interested in. These channels are a free resource, so why wouldn't you use them? Why not? Yeah. Be sure to use them if you're in the job market as either an employee or an employer. Good advice. Thank you, Dory. Hey, let's get into the meeting. We've got a meeting coming up in a week. It's another really interesting topic. Hey, I know the topic. It's maximize your career, identifying and developing the right skills for personal growth. Okay, what we're going to do now is give you a sneak preview of the upcoming meeting. Here's our keynote speaker. My name is Adi Mopidevi, and I'm a Chief Innovation Officer and a co-founder with AdTech Corp. Uh, what do you plan to talk about, Adi? First of all, thanks for the opportunity of being there and talking to a really vibrant crowd. And uh, I'm going to talk about what are the right skills uh, that are required for a professional to advance in their career and how I have built my career over them uh, over the last decade or so. Okay, so uh, for people attending that presentation, what will be the key takeaways? Everyone knows their best. And the idea is around how do you build the thought models in your own self on getting that best out every day? And what is that you need to latch on to your own career, figure out your you know, fulcrum points, the key points where you've been really successful, and try to create those uh, moments again and again for you. And uh, how... Uh, different people do it, how I have done it, that would be the major takeaway. And tell me, how have some of these techniques impacted your own career? My first job was at Microsoft, 
and then uh, when i was working at microsoft uh, i had i was really you know lucky and fortunate enough to have great mentors who literally uh, explained me some of the skills i'm talking about when i was very early in my career i remember having these conversations way back in 2006 how do i differentiate my job and how do i differentiate my career and how do i put a plan for my career and use my job to advance in that career plan so that was a very revealing conversation and every time i used to go and take up an opportunity i used to figure out that mix and match okay if i'm taking up this job okay where is that it's going to take me in my career and that's how i i kept on working like that in microsoft and in thing 7 years i literally got the confidence of coming out of my comfort zone uh quitting microsoft and then started my own company uh, along with a you know friend of mine and then this is where we are Okay, well, Adi, I'm so looking forward to your presentation coming up here. That's going to be at the San Diego Tech Hub meeting on Tuesday, February 25th at Walmart Labs in Carlsbad. Adi, thank you so much. Oh, I, it's an absolute pleasure to uh, thank you for this opportunity. I'm really excited for the event on 25th. As you know, Dory, each San Diego Tech Hub meeting highlights one or more community organizations that works to improve the lives of the people in the San Diego region. Well, Outdoor Outreach is one of those organizations, and I'm pleased to report that they're going to be joining us this month. Here's a few words from Annie Sawyer, the Senior Director of Development at Outdoor Outreach of San Diego. My name is Annie Sawyer, and I'm Senior Director of Development at Outdoor Outreach. We celebrated our 20th anniversary last year. Um, so since 1999, we've connected more than 15,000 youth in San Diego with transformative outdoor experiences. Um, and the young people that we serve are from some of San Diego's most underserved communities, and they're impacted by things like poverty, sometimes homelessness, neighborhood violence, substance abuse, um, and mental and behavioral health disorders. So what we know is that those populations can become so easily defined by the idea of what they can't do and what they can't be. And we really work to flip that narrative. So we know that with every opportunity to bike, surf, kayak and climb, um the young people that we serve aren't just learning new adventure sports, they're really learning to build resilience in the face of their challenges and confidence that they can make a difference in their lives. And even beyond that, we're connecting them with people who believe in them and who show them that they matter. So we know that the positive mentorship and encouragement and trust that our kiddos build with the instructors and volunteers and each other can really change their vision of what the future holds and really um create a new idea of um where they can go and 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 what they can do. Yeah, sounds like you're impacting a lot of lives. So how many young people did the program reach last year? So last year we reached it was just under 2000. I think it was 1982. And what sort of activities did those kids get involved in? Yeah, so um we do everything from the beach to the mountains to the desert. And so um in the summertime we do a lot of we're on the water a lot, so we surf, we kayak, we paddleboard. Um we do some environmental stewardship at the beach. Um we do a ton of rock climbing trips and so we have great partner in Mesa Rim um over in Mission Valley and then we also take kids out um to rock walls in Mission Gorge and out to Joshua Tree. Um and right now it's February and so we're we're in snow season so we're doing some snow hikes and then we weave environmental stewardship um into all of our programming and so how kids can learn to really care for the outdoor spaces and and take care of the places where they play. 
You can find the full interview with Annie Sawyer as a separate episode on the Conduit podcast. Next up is our community showcase. In the February meeting, we had an excellent presentation from the San Diego Food Bank, and you got a chance to speak to the CEO, didn't you? I did. His name is James Flores, and he has an amazing story to tell. Here's an excerpt of our conversation. Well, really, our main purpose is to end hunger uh, in San Diego County. I mean, we're involved with regional and national efforts, but our our core mission is uh, helping those in need, those who face uh, food insecurity in San Diego County. And I have to say, you know, I uh, attended the meeting last month where Alden, your corporate and community partnership manager, talked about some of the statistics around uh, food insecurity in San Diego County. And I was really surprised. Uh, she mentioned one in seven San Diegans is food insecure. One in five children is food insecure. And that means that there just simply isn't enough food in the house. Right. That's about a half a million people in San Diego County don't have a reliable source of food or they don't know where their next meal is coming from. And so many people think, oh, food bank, you're just feeding the homeless or people receiving some kind of government assistance. And while we do serve that, serve, uh, that population, it is probably less than 5% of our service population. Um, it's the working poor, a big, big portion of our service population are the working poor. These are people really trying to make ends meet, trying to put food on the table, uh, but they really struggle to do that. And when they do provide food to their families, it's the wrong kind of food because they can't afford healthy food. They can't afford fresh produce. They can't afford protein. So what they can, uh, what they can afford is high sugar, high salt, high fat, and now you start getting into the underlying issues that we work with uh, every day, rampant obesity, diabetes, um, mental health issues, um, and actually uh, really poor academic performance. And that is the, kind of the core um, of uh, our mission is, uh, is trying to break the cycle of poverty and try to lift people you know, up from poverty. So you've got the working poor, seniors on a fixed income, uh, children born into poverty, it's not their fault. And then the one that probably surprised me the most when I came to the food bank, active duty military. We feed a lot of active duty military, their dependents and veterans every month. Can you give me an example of how the San Diego Food Bank touches a person's life? Um, so, you know, harking back to some of the, uh, the school stories I've heard. So, you know, we hear stories about kids that um, when they're at school and, and they start hoarding food. Because they're going to not only are they trying to eat themselves, because that may be the only place they're going to eat. Not only are they getting food for themselves, but they start hoarding food for their other family members. And I've heard a number of times that, you know, school officials have seen kids taking food out of trash cans, food that was discarded by other students, and taking that food and put it in their backpacks to take home for a family member. And I, you know, I just can't imagine as a parent what that would be like, that your kid is getting food out of a trash can to come home and help feed the family. That's truly shocking given, uh, you know, the affluent nature of San Diego County. Absolutely. So Jim, a little bit about yourself. You've been a nonprofit professional for 35 years, 26 years as a CEO. Why did you choose nonprofit? Well, you know, it wasn't my, um, wasn't my ambition or goal. Uh, sometimes things just happen to you. I came out of school um, I did an internship at a, uh, the world headquarters of Project Concern International, and I, I just caught the bug. I drank the Kool-Aid, 
And I remember a professor, but I went to USD and a professor who was critical of, of kids graduating from college and not doing anything with their life to make the world a better place. And I kind of just sloughed it off. And then suddenly when I'm there, I'm realizing this is, this is right. And, you know, no matter how much money you make, it's never going to be enough. So why not do something that you enjoy? Why not do something that you're passionate about? I look forward to going to work every single day. And I know that my life has made the world a better place. And to me, you know, that's the juice. That's uh, that's the reason why we do all this. I'll tell you, Dory, there's such amazing work going on there at the San Diego Food Bank. Clearly, they're having a huge positive impact on our community. And I encourage everybody listening to this episode to subscribe to Conduit on your favorite podcast app so you can hear the full interview with James Flores, the CEO of Food Bank. Well, Dory, that's our show for today. Hey, if you like the show, let us know. Drop a rating on Apple, Google, Stitcher, or Spotify. Yes, and encourage your friends to subscribe as well. You know, fellow conduits, this is your show. Let us know what you like and don't like. We're open for suggestions. Your support will help us make this show better and more relevant for you. You've been listening to Conduit, a podcast that chronicles the San Diego Tech Hub. If you're interested in learning more about the San Diego Tech Hub, or better yet, getting involved, visit their website at sandiegotechhub.com. You can also find the San Diego Tech Hub on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is a production of Conversayer, a podcast network focused on developing talented new podcasters who want to make a positive change in society and the environment. For more information about Conversayer, go to conversayer.net. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to Conduit wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.